Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. And this is the weekly Wake Up With Spirit show brought to you by Spirit Speaker Magazine. And it is my privilege to host the show. I have um, had a radio show since 2006. It's hard to believe. But um, that's when I started being on the air and I started in a traditional studio and then that studio was bought out and they went to... After all, uh, it was Chuck Norman who owned the station in, uh, in St. Louis. And after all the um, inspirational uh, shows, it just, take, just had a wide, diverse uh, range of shows on this uh, station. And then it was bought out by Christian Broadcasting Radio and all of the inspirational in a different way other than religion was um, taken off the air. So we were all scrambling for studios, and I thought maybe I was finished. But um, in 2008, Eight. Well, actually, even in six, I was filling in for other um, radio show hosts, and uh, I wound up on Blog Talk Radio filling in for a friend. And I really like the platform, and I've stayed, but I'm looking at other platforms because a lot is changing um, since COVID-19, and um, so there may be announcements about that in the future. Uh, but right now, this is our home, and there are over 400 shows archived here Um We've had over 100,000 listeners uh, in the, in the, since I've been on this platform. It's actually more than that. We, we, at one point, they somehow lost our data. But we're well over 100,000 listeners. And the beautiful thing about the show is the minute it's finished, you can um, share the, the show with others, and they can listen to it too. Or if there's something that you heard and you're like, what did that person say? Even as the uh, radio show host, I go back sometimes because I'm like, Sometimes there's just so, so much profound wisdom. Um, and when you're doing the switchboard and you're interviewing and, you know, keeping with all the different pieces, you're like, what did she say? <laughs> you don't want to ask them to repeat it because then they think they weren't listening. So today I am your guest. I'm going to be um, talking about one of my passions this lifetime, which is feng shui. Um, but before we do that, I just want to do a couple of, like, just housekeeping announcements. Um, number one in order to be eligible for free books, DVDs, and when things are open again, tickets to events. Um, but actually, we're going to start doing some digital uh, giveaways as well for seminars. That's one of the things that's about to happen. And so you would be eligible to win those things because we take our email newsletter list and we do the drawings from that list. So that's where you want to be. So, um, so if you're not on our email list, then just go to the Spirit Seeker site, spiritseeker.com, and um, if you want to type the whole thing out, you can go to spiritseekermagazine.com, but just go to spiritseeker.com. And there's a join our email newsletter there. And, um, and then that automatically puts you in our contact delivery system. We do not sell our list at Sacred Saint, but then you will be notified uh, who the radio show guests are and all kinds of um, other fun events that are uh, global, global for the mind, body, and spirit. Um, what else did I want to say? Okay, so we have the weekly email newsletter. We have the monthly magazine, which is online, and you can find it in the Whole Foods uh, in Chicago and St. Louis. Um, we are not in Florida right now because um, it's just I was supposed to move there and develop that city, and then things changed with COVID. Um, so, but we have a lot of online readers. We've been digital since 1998. The magazine is in its 24th year, and we've been digital uh, since 1998. Um, Okay, I'm going to tell you about my classes I'm teaching a little bit later. So, um, so now what we're going to do, today is your day to hear about the basics of feng shui. And if you've heard me teach before, what you will realize is that 
you might get the same information, but it might sound differently because um, as, I, as I change, actually as any of us change, um, our teachings change if you're a teacher because, you know, we're constantly learning and adding new things and, you know, always new experiences. And when you get uh, bewitched by feng shui, after that, it, it captures you and everything becomes that. And you, um, so today what we're going to do, I'm going to give you, a, you know, the, the basic wisdom so that you can actually understand it's more than just moving furniture. It's more than hanging those uh, multifaceted crystal balls. It's more than, uh, it's more than all that. What it is, is it's about intention. So when you get really clear in your life, and a lot of times feng shui is what brings you to that clarity. Um, so if you don't have clarity, it's a really good uh, time to work with feng shui. However, if your life is going really well, but you're just feeling a little bit like something is maybe not as alive as you want it, feng shui can bring aliveness to it. But the main thing that feng shui does is it balances and harmonizes you with your uh, in- internal environment of where you're living, your external environment of where you're living. And then if you work with feng shui with your workspace, whether it's in your home or at an office, then that's going to change things dramatically for you too. And what we have right now is a nation with many people still working from home, especially um, companies have decided that uh, they kind of like not having all those light bills and all the excuse me, other expenses of a huge building. So what America is experiencing is what other countries have experienced, but this is new for us. We have, um, we have people who no longer have to live in big cities to have the big jobs because guess what? Their employers realize they're doing an absolutely stellar job and they're not coming into the office. So what that means is that if you are working from home, you really have to create an environment within your home that is productive, balanced. You're not getting distracted all the time. So it's more important than ever at this time in in the history of uh, our country to find a place that brings you comfort. And that is why you're seeing houses still selling. Like People are like, how can houses be selling during COVID? Because people have been in their houses and they're looking at their houses and they don't like their houses or they're not conducive to working from home. It was fine when they went to an office and everybody went to school and then everybody convened in the evening. But when you're in your home, morning, noon, and night, seven days a week, occasionally, you know, of course, we go for walks and we get out when we have to go to the grocery store, but many people haven't gone to the grocery store. They've had things delivered. So how does feng shui play into all of this? What feng shui means is wind and water. So the, the thing, F-E-N-G, is wind. The shui is water. So when you think of wind, you know, I'm in the Midwest. I'm living in the Midwest at this time. And most of my life I've lived here. Uh, other, even when I didn't live here, you know, I lived in Chicago and, you know, other places in the Midwest. But I travel a lot. So, um, but anyone who visits the Midwest knows that if you hit it in a hot summer day when the humidity is just, you know, like a feeling on you and there's no movement of wind, we all know what that feels like or you've heard about it if you're not, you know, from, from the Midwest. Um, so that's not what we want. We don't want no movement. We don't want stagnant, heavy air. And we don't want stagnant, heavy houses. We want houses to feel light and airy. 
So that's the wind part. So the wind is we want a breeze. We want the feeling of, of movement of air. So just adding a wind chime. And when you hear that wind chime, you know the wind made it chime. It didn't just happen. It had to have some kind of flow to get there. All right, so I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But now I'm going to go to the shui. The shui is the water. So similar, you know, with the wind. We don't want a tornado. We don't want no wind. With shui, we don't want a tsunami. We don't want a flood. We don't want um, a drought where there is no flow. So a lot of feng shui is actually looking at your life and figuring out, okay, um, this is working, this is working, but I'd like to have more uh, flow in this area or more energy in this area. So that's what a feng shui consultant does is we, we don't just go in and tell people what to do. We look at what their intentions are. So today I'm doing a feng shui consultation. To give you an example, I'm doing a feng shui consultation on a home um, that has been on the market for a while and it has not sold. Now, this is not my listing. I am a real estate agent, but this gal um, that I'm working with today was referred by someone else who said, oh, you need Cindy Meyer. <clears throat> She'll come in and shift the energy. She'll help you. You need help right now. She'll, you can do coaching with her, but let her come to your house and, um, and get the, ba- the energy flowing. So when I, when I do a consultation, especially with a real estate agent, a lot of times real estate agents will call me, and they don't even tell their clients a lot of times. <laughs> they just want to sell the house. You know, um, but when something like this happens, I have already been able to look at the photos because it's, uh, you know, it's been on the market and I, I've already pinpointed like several issues. But when you come, when you have a, uh, a feng shui consultant come, they will say to you, you know, like you'll fill out a form and you will say, like answer questions, was your last home larger or smaller? Was your last home um, you know, basically what you're looking at, did someone dial down their life or did they dial up their life? You know, so if, and a lot of times when people dial down their life, they bring their old life with them into their new smaller space and it doesn't work because a lot of times the furniture that was for a larger home is, you know, it's expanded their space. And then when you take furniture that's too big and put it in a smaller space, their, their house can't breathe. So I've seen it over and over again. In Florida, I have like, I think, seven girlfriends that have moved from different places, but a lot of them from the Midwest. And the ones that left their life behind and sold all their furniture and just started fresh when they got there, you know, you keep your treasured mementos. But, but for the most part, the ones that just left it all behind and took a few treasured pieces were so much happier because the pieces that they brought, they loved, they um they, they, the pieces made them feel good, and off they went buying new things for their new life and blending in their old. So the old and the new were all blended. What people that bring their past behind, oh, my gosh, I, I love this piece. I paid blah, blah, whatever. And they're, they're attached to what they paid for it, and they're attached to this, but it doesn't necessarily match their new life. Those are the people who have a little bit of challenge with um, energy and their life because you can't carry around your old all the time. Yes, you can honor it, and if it brings you great pleasure, that's great. But there is a saying in feng shui, and if you write nothing down other than this statement it'll, um, during this talk today, it will help you. And it's basically love it, use it, or lose it. 
I'm going to repeat it because it's really profound and it says it all. Love it. Use it or lose it. So some of you know I sold my house of 25 years and I moved into an Airbnb, furnished Airbnb with artwork that is by the owner of the Airbnb. One of the owners is a couple. Um, so fabulous artwork and just um, stellar, magnificent. And so I really did not have to move hardly anything. I sold all four bedrooms of furniture. I sold all the living room furniture, saved a few chairs that, you know, and a few antique pieces that are, you know, not here. They're in a storage locker because if I had brought that in here, it would have been too crowded. So I brought a few meaningful pieces um, that will be easy to pack up when, uh, when I move. And, um, and yet I get to enjoy them in this magnificent space. So the, I'm going to move, go back to this when you move. Okay, so the, the big thing for you to realize right now is that people are in their homes and they're, they're honoring their homes more. So during this COVID thing, Home Depot and Lowe's were never slowed down. They actually had to hire more helpers because since people were in their homes, they were at, um, they were at these stores and they were doing all these projects that they didn't have time to do. And it's because it was glaring because they spent so much time in their home. So the reason the homes are still selling is that people who have a stable career right now and uh, don't like their houses realize that probably the interest rates are going up. Probably there's going to be a little bit of an economic, depending on how everything goes uh, with this next election. But we already know that we have a shortage of funds. So people that are in a secure position with their job, they know that nothing's going to change that, are selling their houses and moving upward because they can almost sell their house, apply to the next house, and then if their house payment is like maybe less or maybe just a little bit more. So this is, and then the new trend is people do not want the open floor plans anymore because everyone's home. So the big push right now, I've read, read this in uh, Forbes, I read Baron magazine. I read a lot of, you know, I've got a lot of different interests, and I always like to understand what's going on. So people are um, creating his and her Zoom room. They're creating a place for the kids to study outside of their bedroom because you can't keep your kids in their bedroom 24-7. You can't. And, and if you have them out in your space, everybody needs their own space. So that's kind of what feng shui does is it, it enables you to take your home and love every room. And feel the peace and harmony. So, so the real trick is how do you do that? How do you do that? So you start with getting a clipboard. This is my suggestion. And walk up to your house. Even if you live in a condo or an apartment building, um, just park your car. And even if you have a garage and you're parking in the garage, park your car in the garage, close the garage door, go to, go to uh, the street or the parking lot, wherever you're entering from, and walk up to your house. And as you're walking up, Look to see what you see, as if you were a guest coming to your own home. And what you will notice is that, like, can you see the address? I cannot tell you how many people do not have addresses. Oh, just look for the greenhouse with the, you know, the, the red rock or the whatever. And you're like, what? So the more your street address is seen, even if you're like, oh, everybody knows where I live. No, they don't. There are new people that live coming into your life. I mean, right now, we don't have a lot of people coming in and out of our houses, but this is going to be this way forever. It's just temporary. All right, so you're walking up to your house. You want to make sure that you can easily see the number of your house. You look at your front, uh, front porch or your entryway. The entryway to your home 
has the greatest opening of chi or energy. Why is that? If I came to see you, I'm not going to climb through your window to come into your house. I'm going to come through your front door. Unless you're one of those people who says, oh, no one ever comes through my front door. I have a a screened-in porch off the back, and everyone comes around the back. That screened-in porch is now your entry. It's not your front door anymore. And the reason I'm stressing this is that you have to work with the energy of where the most energy is coming in and out. And if you're not having a lot of people come in and out your front door, like COVID time, then more than ever you need to work with it. Because if you're not working with the greatest opening that is where your energy is coming in, everything's going to get kind of heavy in your house. So I feng shui a house in Ohio one time. I, I, by the way, a lot of times I'll use case studies. That's how I teach. Um, so I, it was a friend of mine's house. I was staying there, and I said, you know, have you ever had a feng shui consultation? She goes, oh, yeah, many years ago. I said, what, did, what happened after that? She goes, oh, not much. I said, really? I said, um, I said, well, what did change? She goes, I'm telling you, like, it just didn't, it just, nothing seemed to, she told, made a few suggestions and some things changed, but for the most part, nothing I said, where did she tell you your wealth corner was? And she told me, and I said, okay, do, you, do I, would you be open to me since, you know, I'm here, you know, I'm your friend. I just would like to make a few suggestions. And her husband at that time was, um, worked for, this is interesting, he was working for Johnson & Johnson. He was a veterinarian initially, and then he worked at Six Flags and all these other places doing big surgeries on the lions and the tigers and all this. But now he was working for Johnson & Johnson doing all the uh, research for the lap band surgeries, uh, and the, you know, the bypass surgeries. So, I mean, he was like this really in- interesting guy and developed all these scopes, like laparoscopic uh, instruments for surgeries because he, that's what he had to figure out how to do, you know, these surgeries on these big animals. And there, there wasn't everything. So he, he was a brilliant guy, um, but just really... Um, you know, very eccentric. And then the wife was very creative, but way in the air realm. You know, she's an Aquarius and just a lot of air energy. So the two of them were a trip to be around. And I, and I knew their house needed grounding because of some other issues that they had going on that I'm not going to share right here. But this is the deal. They had this house with a screened-in porch up the back, and then they had a detached garage in back of the house. When the UPS guy or the FedEx guy came, they didn't leave a package on the front door. No, they went into the screened-in porch that was always left open and put it on the table in there. And I watched this. I watched this whole scene, and I'm like, that's their entry. So the feng shui consultant had done it the, um, the usual way with the front door being um, the, the opening. And I reversed Bagua and entered through the screened-in porch, and guess what? It was a game-changer. So we redid the whole thing. Within, there are nine areas in, in feng shui. So you're not just working with one thing. You're working, and I'm going to name them. Um, If you really want to work with this uh, scientifically, if you email me, I will send you a Bagua. Um, I don't know if it'll be in the next day or so. Um, I'm really busy for the next day um, or so. (laughs) So just know I'll get it to you. Um, But just use my general mailbox for the magazine. It's info at spiritseeker.com. I will, uh, I'll repeat that, info at spiritseeker.com. I will mail you, uh, email you a Bagua, and then you can have that to work with. Um, but basically, the nine areas are wealth, 
So I want you to kind of think of where, where in your life you would like some movement or maybe to have it calm down. Because in feng shui, there's enhancing and um, there's nourishing um, or there's destructive cycles. So it's kind of complicated. I'm going re- to explain that in a moment. There's also the five Chinese elements. <laughs> so any of you that have studied acupuncture or Chinese medicine will know what I'm talking about. The Chinese five elements are fire, earth, water, wood, and metal. So when an acupuncturist is working with your body, they're trying to see where you need more heat to get flow, energy uh, moving in your body, or where your body is, like with inflammation, alert, 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 it's too much, and you want to diminish it. You want to take the energy down. So think about this for just a minute. This, This is probably one of the most complicated parts of feng shui, but then once you get it, you get it. And I'm only going to mention it because I want you to, when you're looking at your houses today or over the weekend, just kind of think back to this, this, uh, this little talk. So if you have, let's just say you have uh, fame and reputation. So if you're saying, look, I want to write my book. I want to be lecturing and teaching. I want to be, you know, la, 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 la. Fame and reputation is ruled by fire because there is no way that you are going to have fame and reputation without passion. So that fire energy is what brings that. The more you do what you love, the more, like with people that have, they're like, what is my life purpose? I just don't know why I'm here. I mean, this is a lot of my work and coaching. And even when people are very successful, sometimes they're not happy. So, or they're very successful at a job, making a lot of money, but it's not their passion. So, you know, this kind of goes both ways. But imagine if you're working with your fame and reputation area in your home and you know it's ruled by fire, so, of course, you're going to bring in some bread. You're going to bring in artwork that has uh, a pyramid shape or some kind of a, uh, a volcano or something with fire, something with bread, something with energy. Or you're going to put candles there. Or you're going to put a picture of, of something that represents what you want to be known for in fame and reputation. Or you could choose an animal totem that represents you. Some people, you know, are like they have horse as their animal totem. Some people have um, cats or dogs, loyalty, cats, you know, different, different animals can be your uh, animal totem, and that can be what you're known for as well. Or you can put a picture of a person that you admire and want to be like. And when you look at that picture, you're like, you know what? That person came from here and did what they did. And I know I can also do this and be um, successful and famous as well. The fame isn't always about ego. The fame is I want to be, you know, for me, my, I feel like my life purpose is um, I'm like the maven energy girl. I help people bring energy and vitality to their life and let go of what is taking away from that. What's draining you? What's, What's not nourishing you? What is just making you not want to do it? And that's where a lot of people are right now. They just don't like being home all the time. Well, what if your home became your sanctuary? What if your home, like, just nourished you so much that when you really start going back in the world, you're going to be grateful for having had this time to shelter down? 
Well, it's kind of a stretch, but <laughs> imagine it. All right, so here's your nine areas. So I want you to, you can write them down if you want, but I'm not going to go through the placement of all of them in this short uh, time because I do want to do some readings for everyone. Um, so here are your nine areas. So think about these when you are going to ask your questions. The first area is wealth. Wealth is prosperity and abundance. Um, it's not always money. It can be someone gives you a trip. Someone gives you a car. Someone gives you tickets to an event. I mean, I, I am a blessed girl. Just by virtue of Spirit Seeker, every single day, there's books coming and DVDs and CDs and opportunities, you know, because people want to market their products through the magazine. And, you know, we pick and choose. And, you know, we have music reviews and everything. But, but I have been given, just to give you an example, I have been given, like, unlimited access to a condo on the ocean in Florida anytime I want it. And, you know, now it's COVID, it's a little different. But before that, these are my friends. They're like, look, it sits there for eight months out of the year. We want you and your friends or you and your family to enjoy it. You have helped our family so much. That wasn't money in my bank account. But my goodness, I did a nine-day silent retreat with myself there. I, I did nine days of not talking a couple of years ago and then came off the island and uh, picked up my kids in Miami and off we went for a Florida adventure. But, um, but I had that nine days. And when I look at that picture, I'm like, wow, I remember it. Okay, so wealth, fame and reputation. I've already talked about it a little bit. Uh, relationship or love and partnerships. So um, the relationship corner is your relationship with your beloved, but it's also um, your, your partnerships, et cetera. And when people say, well, I don't, I'm, I'm done with that, you know, maybe yourself, um, you know, maybe you're, well, it doesn't matter. For whatever reason, if you say, I'm just done with relationships, well, wouldn't you like to have a better relationship with um, your sister, your mother, your father, your brother, you know, your work people, you know, um, associates? So working with a relationship corner isn't all about you and a person. It's about all your relationships. But if you're wanting to have a partnership, a divine partnership in a love uh, interest, then you would work with your relationship uh, area of your home. And there are actually two areas that are relationship corners in your home. You have the relationship corner. There's nine areas, as I told you, in, in your home. Um, but your bedroom becomes a secondary relationship corner. So I did a feng shui consultation this week for one of my coaching clients, and um, and this is what came through. This is quite interesting. Um, I was telling her that in your bedroom, it is your sanctuary. Like when you finally have let go of the day and you're ready to just go into dream state, um, it's really important, I told her, to, to have a room that's peaceful. Like you wouldn't put fire energy in a bedroom. You can have passion in that bedroom, um, of course, but you don't, you don't want to make it too, too fiery because then you'll have tempers flaring. So I said to her, I said, what, what artwork do you have in your room? And we actually were on Zoom for her session, so it made it really easy. She could kind of just take her thing and walk around. And what was there were pictures of her mom and dad, pictures of her nieces and nephews. Um, she has a brother that, well, she didn't realize this. She, she uh, actually called me the next day and just said, you won't believe it. Because my assignment to her was to move nine things in her uh, condo. And I said, start with your bedroom. I said, any pictures of any family members, they have to come out. I said, anything in there with 
because she wants a relationship. Uh, I said, any pictures of single women have to come out. I said, and she goes, well, what about me? I have a picture of me as a baby. I'm like, are you ready to be an adult woman in her full power, like with a guy in his full power and the two of you coming together in a whole new way? Or do you still want to be that little girl? And she goes, I get it. I'm like, of course you do. I get it. So she took all that out and she said, I cannot believe this. She said, remember the brother I told you that I'm having some troubles with? I said, yeah. She goes, I was sleeping underneath a blanket with, um, that was from the, that family. And, and, and the whole energy, every time I, I didn't even realize it, I was thinking about him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so what'd you do with it all? She goes, I, I removed it all. And she said, I can't believe how lighter it feels in there. <laughs> and I'm like, yay, that's feng shui. Okay, now what she'll put in there when she's finished is pictures or something symbolic of a man and a woman, two lovers entwined. I suggested Gustav Klimt. Gustav Klimt has the picture of the lovers you know, uh, or the kiss. Oh, I love his artwork. So you can start with something like that and then um, just add to it as, as you move along in understanding the benefits of feng shui. All right, so I told you the three. Wealth and prosperity, abundance, however you want to word it, and then fame and reputation and relationship. Next one is health and family. Your health is your health. So, you know, when it's ruled by wood. And then um, the family is your ancestors. And your current family. So that's um, on a really, if you're having trouble with a family member, you know, depending, there's also children and creativity that you can work with your kids. But if you have a sister or a cousin or anyone, you can work with your tribe and anything in the DNA that's gone on for generations. Um, you can work with that area to shift it. Then you have the center, and the center is ruled by earth. Then children and creativity, and um, invariably I'll be teaching a lecture and someone will say, I'm already done with all that, or, I, you know, I never had children, that's not an interest. I'm like, well, wouldn't you like to be like a child? And they, you know, they're normally like, what? I'm like, when a child falls down and skins their knees, they go crying to someone for comfort. The person comforts them, puts a little Band-Aid on it, kisses them, makes it all better, and then all better, and off they go running and they're happy. They do not talk about the skin knee until they're in their 40s and 50s and 60s. They just don't. That's why children are so amazingly wonderful to um, change the energy in your home. Because they just, I mean, some children aren't this way, but the majority of children are very happy. And they move and they sing and they talk and they're loud and they're doing this and they're doing that and they're just like little beings. So wouldn't you like to be a little less serious and be able to just be lighthearted and have that energy of a child like wonder? Um, and then the creativity is, you know, invariably I'll hear people say, I'm not creative at all. I can't draw. I can't, can't play music. Well, you know what? That's simply not true. If you're in the kitchen cooking and you're creating or if you're rearranging furniture and creating, that's all creativity. And if you're a writer, any of you on the call that is a writer, um, if you ever get writer's block, you go sit yourself down in your children's creativity corner and you write in that area and the writer's block will almost always be removed. It just flips because you're in this energy of um, children and creativity. Okay, so uh, the last three areas are knowledge and self-cultivation. Knowledge and self-cultivation. What are you learning? What are you, especially during COVID, what are you learning? 
I mean, this friend of mine's learning. Uh, actually, she's a client, but I, you know, she's like a friend that worked with her for almost a long time. She's my, she considers me her spiritual mentor, coach, and um, she, at age fifty, took up playing guitar. <laughs> and she now videotapes herself and posts it, and it just brings all of us so much pleasure because this is this woman who never played an instrument before in her life, but at age fifty, she just got this nudge: you need more creativity in your life, and there she is with this guitar and you know it's just funny to see her um just have fun with it um okay so i told you knowledge and self-cultivation so what are you learning what are you learning what are you reading right now what are you watching on tv right now what is your attention you know where are you using your energy um and you know a lot of people are on Netflix and all these other shows. That's great. It is all great. But figure out what it is you want to learn and or, or what knowledge you want to glean. And this is the area um, that, like when I used to prepare for a study group, I had a course in American study group in my home for four years, and I would always go into the knowledge and self-cultivation area to prepare for, you know, the, um, the class at my home because you can get things faster in knowledge and self-cultivation. It just, the, the answers just come to you. Um, okay, and then career. And then the final one is um, helpful people and travel. Helpful people and travel. So who helps you? Who do you, who are your, um, you know, is it, is it, if you're Christian, are you praying to Jesus? Are you praying to Mary? You know, if you're Buddhist, are you, you know, um, you know, embracing the Buddhist teachings to bring, you know, to bring you helpful um, uh, spirituality and, you know, that, that helps you as a person be a better person. Who helps you? If you're a Hindu or you follow Hinduism, is it Ganesha? Is it, you know, or is it Kuan Yin? Who helps you? Or is it one of your mentors? I mean, many of us have had spiritual mentors or business mentors, people that help guide and shape our lives. So it's kind of nice to acknowledge them. So that's the area where you put something that is symbolic of your helpers and travel. So if you've traveled different places and, you know, and you put an item from when you traveled and you picked up on those travels, every time you look at it, you feel that. Um, Let me tell you a story about this quickly. My daughter, I never even knew she was interested in Egypt. I was interested in Egypt from the time I was a very little girl. The neighbors across the street went to Egypt for some major trip, they always went to these exotic places. And, and my family was a family of kids and kind of ordinary. <laughs> but these people were, were uh, they were just something. So they brought my parents back this altar cloth from Egypt that was just magnificent. And as the years went by, it was just stuck in my mom's drawer. I don't know why. But one day I said, Mom, I really want that in my bedroom. And so, of course, she said yes. And I had it in my bedroom. And it, it's still with me. Um, all these years later from the time I was a little girl. And I always knew one day I was going to go to Egypt. So in 2006, I was invited to be a featured psychic um, and teach on this cruise going to Egypt. And I was going with a girlfriend of mine from Kansas City. Well, I broke my ankle. And I was like, oh, boy. But let me tell you how that trip happened. I forgot that piece of it. Okay, so... My daughter in high, junior high or high school, I don't remember anymore, had made the, this, uh, the Great Sphinx with the, with the pyramid. And I put that in Children in Creativity because I thought it was so creative and my daughter had made it. 
Well, I had these new housekeepers, and they rearranged, and they accidentally put it in a new area, and where they put it was unhelpful people in travel. And I thought, this is not an accident. I'm going to Egypt, and it's going to happen soon. So every time I would look at that little sphinx in that corner, I would say, Egypt, I know you're coming. Well, that week, I received a musical CD, Ra, the great sun god of Egypt, all these different uh, music that was Egyptian music and in, and in honor of, the, of all those different deities. And I thought, wow. And then I got invited to be the, the speaker and the psychic on the trip. Well, unfortunately, I fell and broke my ankle. And, I mean, it was shattered. It was completely hanging. So 10 screws in the place, they reattached it. I paid forward my trip, and it was a trip that I had won for two from Hay House Publishing, and I couldn't go. It was just couldn't go. And so I paid it forward to my graphic artist and a friend, and they had a delightful time, and I put my body back together again. Um, And then I thought, okay, the timing was off, but I'm still going. So in 2008, I was uh, invited with a sound healing group that I'd been studying with holographic sound healing. I, so I was with sound healers and healers from all over the world. There were 40, 40 plus of us. Um, and I was there for like 12 days and um, got to see a lot of Egypt and really just understand this magnificent um, area of the world and all the history. And so the timing wasn't right, but I still knew that it would happen. This is how this works. It, it's, it just is magical. Um, okay, so a couple of other things. I want you to draw a tic-tac-toe, or in your mind, see a tic-tac-toe board. You'll see it when I send you the bagua. Um, but basically, you're going to act like you're standing at the front of your house, and you're going to see that tic-tac-toe board um, on, like, imagine if you drew out your floor plan, and then you did the tic-tac-toe board. And you, so you'd have three in the front, three squares in the middle, and three in the back. Ninety. Five to 97% of the homes in America have a front door at the, at the front of your house. Now, if you're in a Frank Lloyd Wright house, you might be coming in a side entrance. Or if you're like my friend in Ohio, which, by the way, once they did all the feng shui, everything shifted, and they moved to North Carolina, and they have a second home in Florida now. And so, you know, that was all after that feng shui consultation because they had wanted to do it, but they just didn't, you know, it wasn't working. And then Johnson Johnson's like, sure, we have an opening at that laboratory there. You can use their lab to do all your scientific research. So, it, and it was just, they took this little house and they, it, the next house was like four times that size. It was just fabulous. Um, so, all right. So now you're standing, looking at your house and um, you're seeing those three squares in the front row. Wherever your front door is, and a good majority of front doors and homes are in that middle square, like you're looking at the house and you see a window to the left or the right, and there's, there's that um, front door. So that front door, if it's in the middle square, is in your career. So I want to talk about career because a lot of people are disenchanted with their careers or they've lost their job or they don't know if their job's going to continue. We have a lot of fear around this right now in our country. So when you work with career – and you're retired, you have new opportunities to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be work, but it will be something that will be part of um, whatever you're doing right now. Maybe you're going to be part of a project. Maybe you're going to be making a difference with a political group. Working with the front door is the fastest way I know to change energy in your life and bring energy in your home. 
So let's look at your front door. Just stand there. You're looking at the porch. You're looking at what someone is seeing and feeling when they're knocking at your door, ringing your doorbell. And by the way, don't have a doorbell that doesn't work. That's like saying to the person, I don't really care about you. I don't really want people in my house. I don't really want any energy coming in here. I just want it to stay as it is. So if your doorbell doesn't work, you darn well better fix it. And feng shui, anything broken or that doesn't work, it is bad, bad feng shui. Any water leak, (laughs) any water leak is taking all the good that you have and it's draining it. And depending on where your water leak is, let's say your water leak in career, or let's say it's in your wealth corner. Of course, it's going to drain, drain your abundance. So it's really important to fix things that are broken. Remember, love it, use it, or lose it. So if you have stuff laying around, oh, I'm going to take that and get it fixed. Or, oh, I'm going to take those, these clothes and get them downsized, and they've been, you know, if you've lost weight and they've been sitting there forever, get rid of them. Just donate them. Let someone else have that pleasure. All right, so front door magic, wind chimes. It's ruled by water, a basket of seashells, or a water fountain. Um, you want to look at your front doors. Are they dirty? Do they need to be cleaned? Is your, if you have a glass, is the glass clean? If you have a wreath, is the wreath? That house in Ohio had this straw hat that didn't look like the scowl at all, and it was all falling apart. The birds had nested because they never used their front door. They never used it. I'm like, get rid of this, sweep this. Paint your front door, put a new wreath on. And that's what they did. And that's when all their energy changed. So I was always known on, on my street. Like people would come to my house. I'd like, I knew the minute I turned down the street, it would be your house. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, oh, you had the, I used to have a couch on the front porch and a chair. Now then I had two chairs. But I also had a fountain with water. I had flowers in the front. I, I always decorated for holidays. It was just, oh, there was a lot of energy but it was happy, cheerful energy. So the minute, the minute you start working with that, and, and when you hang your wind chime, don't just hang it and say, okay, I'm open for new opportunities. I'm looking, you know, um, guess what? It will, it will bring it to you if you connect to it with intention. So every time you hear that wind chime ring, you think, oh, my God, I wonder who, what, I wonder what new opportunity is coming my way now. The colors for that area are black and deep blue, like the deep blue sea, because you want depth to your career. You want depth to what you're spending, you know, your career. Let's, let's change it. When you're in retirement, doing retirement well is a job. Otherwise, you're, you're just not happy. So when you're doing what you love, whether it's working, volunteering, gardening, helping get people to the polls, getting people excited about, you know, our country again, you know, I want to say again, but you know what I mean, getting involved. Um, all of that is energy. So work with that area with intention, intention, intention. Here are the chimes. Here are the fountains. Look at the water and just know new things are coming your way. Okay, I'm trying to, let me scan and see if there's anything else. So there's enhancers. Wind chimes are enhancers. Wind socks are enhancers. Um, so now in your mind, the, on, the next square I want to uh, – talk about is money because there are a, there's a lot of contraction right now um, in our country. Are we going to get a stimulus check? Are we not? Blah, 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 on and on. Well, wouldn't it be nice if you could like co-create with the universe? And that's really what all this is about, co-creating with the universe. Um, 
so that back left-hand corner, remember you got the three in the front in your tic-tac-toe board, three in the middle, and then three in the back. That back left-hand corner is your wealth corner. So I've been working where I'm living now. Um, I've been working with my wealth corner, and I've been working with career, and I strategically planned, uh, hung one of the pictures that I brought with me um, that has this woman looking out over the water, and, and it's just magnificent. My cousin painted it. Uh, that was one of the few things that I brought with me, but I placed it in career. And I've been working with my wealth corner. So um, that wealth corner is pretty busy right now. I, I just said to the universe, I said, I want to help people. Just send me people who genuinely want change in their life. Um, and, you know, and I am here. I am here to be of service. So today I will be doing this radio show and then I have um, psychic readings that I'm doing for different people. I have um, three clients and then I go do a feng shui consultation and then I come back and there's one more reading today. Now I wouldn't be able to do all that if I didn't keep my energy up. So sometimes I'm a very quiet girl and I kind of disappear for a little while and that rejuvenates me, but then I'm ready to go again. But I decluttered my house. I still had a bunch of boxes that were not, not unpacked. And so all those got moved and I rearranged things. And my son and a, a client that um, I'm seeing in person, I'm not doing a lot of in person right now, but this person needs the hands-on work. Um, so I am, and it's a friend and we're both nurses from way back. And, you know, I know she's quarantining, so it's okay. Well, both of them came in this last week and they're like, whoa, what did you do in here? I said, oh, my friend Myron was here and we just rearranged and he brought some stuff that I had stored at his house and I just placed it and everyone felt it. Everyone felt it. And then the couple that I read from, you know, it's their, it's their Airbnb. They were up the other night and they're like, wow, you've made some changes in here. I said, not really just a little bit of tweaking, but they felt it. And that's what you feel when something is magically um, and harmonized. All right. So this is all I can talk about in this short like this, and I'm, um, I have time to take a couple of readings, and I see two of you have your, uh, if you do have a question, just push one star or one pound on your phone, either way it gets there. Um, but I am going to mention two classes that I'm teaching by Zoom. Um, the first one is on uh, October 14th, and this is Central Time. It's 6.30 to 8 p.m., and it's going to take, You'll, you'll learn a little bit. A little bit will be repetitive, but not a lot, because I'm going to go into a lot more depth. Um, so uh, that is $18 on October 14th. And then on October 21st, I'm teaching one of my all-time favorite classes to teach. I've never taught it by Zoom. It's all new. I'm, it's just all new for me. But this is where you take the nine areas that we've been talking about, and you create a vision board. But what you learn is like you would learn. You would not put water in your family reputation because that water is going to put that fire out. Get it? Okay. But if you were to put wood, something wood in that uh, fame and reputation, that wood feeds fire. So I, as your teacher, help you figure out the placement of what you want in your life and where you would put it. So, um, I used to take people swimming with dolphins, and I put it in my fame and reputation in, when I was in my certification class. And the teacher's like, you can't put that there because that's going to put your uh, fame and reputation, it's going to um, wash it out. Where do you think that should go? And I said, I think it should go in career. I want to be known 
for taking people to swim with dolphins and doing healing work while we're out in the water. And she goes, you got it. So that, that's what happens with feng shui. There's little tweaks. And if you have clutter, when you get that bagua, remember info at spiritseeker.com. And if you're interested in the classes, just say, hey, send me information. Um, and I will um, send that to you. And then the, the day of the class or the day before, probably, you're going to get um, any forms that you need uh, or support for the class that we're going to do. Um, but I taught that class in 15 different cities, well, 15 times last year. Um, three were in St. Louis, different locations, but 15 um, times last year. And I mean, I was teaching it Florida, Kansas City, Chicago, I, on and on I could go on. And this year it's all gone because we can't teach. We can't be in groups. We can't, you know, it's all different. So Spirit said, teach it. And, um, and what I do with my vision boards when I moved, I had probably 20 of them from all the years I've been doing these vision boards. And I took pictures of each and every one of them. And now they're on my phone. And that's how I do it. Like I, I take the vision board. Um, I started this a couple of years ago. I, I would take the current vision board and put it on my phone and then I would meditate with it. So I'll talk about that in the class. But um, let's go to questions. Uh, what I'm going to do is, this is not the typical psychic reading thing. If you've had readings from me before, this is, um, I would, I have the situation, but maybe it's you need a job or maybe it's, I don't know, it could be anything. Um, but I'm going to answer it with a feng shui tip for you. And I'm going to go really fast so I can help as many people as possible. So I'm going to go to area code 201-321 and you're going to say your name your first name, you don't need your whole name, your first name, where you're calling from, and what your question is. So you are live on the air. There we go, 201. I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. Yes, That's okay. sorry. And, and I am trying to achieve friends' way. And to be honest with you, oh, my God. Before I started working remotely from home, officially, I was working remotely from home because I wasn't getting paid for my own time. Now, I'm a school teacher. Now I'm, now that I'm working remotely from home, I realize that the energy is stuck in certain corners and certain rooms because over the years, I've had to create binders of information. I've had to have different type of books to be able to respond to all the increasing demands when they did educational reform. And now that I'm working from home and everything is or should be over the internet, and everything should be um, interactive and online. I got to get rid of all this extra stuff that has really got me to a place where I I couldn't breathe at home. I can't see my own face. I understand. Face. I understand. There's something so, that I let go. That I that I am letting go, and it's so sad because I wish I had someone to give it to, but I have to let it go so that I can breathe because I want to move forward into what's on my vision board. I want to move forward. I want to manifest what I deserve. After all of this, mountains of paperwork and books, I want to read my own novel. You know, I have a library of my novels that I purchased to read, and I just need help with getting started. Okay, so here's where you start. <laughs> Two areas. This is for anyone on this call. You start with your bedroom. 
because you sleep in your bedroom. And if your bedroom has clutter or if there's stuff underneath your bed, not good. You, you know, you just okay. don't want stuff underneath your bed. And, and where you're, okay, so, so that's, and you keep it stellar. You make your bed. You make everything beautiful in there. And then you leave your bedroom and you go to your day. They've done studies, and people who make their bed every single day are happier. And um, so that's where you start. And then the second area that you start is knowledge and self-cultivation. Because it's hard for you to develop a plan if your knowledge and self-cultivation is cluttered. And your knowledge and self-cultivation is that in that front row with the three squares, I told you career. To the left is knowledge and self-cultivation. So that is why... If you're like, you're like, I don't even know where to start. You just start in it's those really two areas. Good. And then knowledge while you're... and self-cultivation, the knowledge and self-cultivation overlooked, I mean, overtook my bedroom. Because I literally had to come home every day oh. and read PDFs and literally had to analyze curriculum every day, different curriculums all at one time. Right. And literally books, textbooks, it, 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 right. and enough of it already. And it was being right. done deliberately, and, so I'm at the point now where I'm ready to let it go, if that right. makes sense. I'm not so here's an, here's another thing. Attention, if you have magazines. I'm ready to get rid of this shit. Yeah. And if you have magazines, what you do, you don't keep all those magazines. What you do is you, no? if, you, if you're like, okay, I, do, I don't want to forget more this magazine and how to contact them if I want to renew it, you tear off the, mm-hmm. the, the front cover and you tear off mm-hmm. the thing that has the contact information. And then mm-hmm. if there's an article you like, you rip that out. And then you've gone from a really big magazine to just a few pages, and then you file it. Okay. You know, keep all the magazines. I've got the same thing. I, um, I, I have been teaching for, what, 30 years? Yeah, actually more than that when I think about it. Okay, so more than that. And I have all these binders. So what I'm doing this weekend, a friend of mine let me store some stuff at his house, and I said, uh, I want to pick up all of my – when I was moving, I took every bit of – my feng shui notes and everything, and my books, and they're all in a big crate. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that. So I would encourage you to get a, uh, just until you figure out what to do, just to have order in your home a little bit. Any of those books that you're not using right now, any of those binders and everything, just put them in a box, like a crate. Just put them in a crate. So they're not in your energetic seeing it every single day. Until, I mean, unless you can let them go. If you can let them go, let them go. But Here's another thing with decluttering. You can, um, I'm going to give you a space clearing tip. You can take um, a bell or even clapping. If you just clap your hands and go clap, 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 in the corners of the room, you know, wherever your clutter is, it starts to shake up the energy because what clutter is is dead energy. It's called Sha Chi. So you just start moving it around. So your assignment from Cindy Meyer, the little feng shui uh, maven here, is Make your bedroom amazing. And if your okay. office is in your bedroom, which happens sometimes, no. it does, you just have to make it neat and orderly. And I use hat boxes. I have all my tax stuff in a hat box. I have all my bills in a different hat box. I have other stuff in another hat box. Because then if I want to work on taxes, I can just pick up my hat box and work on my – I know it sounds weird, but that's the only way I can organize my life. I've got no, a lot of different exactly hats that I wear. Right, because right. I, I, buy, okay. I, buy, I buy the book the book boxes, the ones that look like books, because I love my books. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, well, I'm going to take another call, but um, just know you that you can't do this wrong. For your Zoom. 
Give your information for your Zoom. Yes, yes, yes. Just um, email email me, info at spiritseeker.com, or you can call me um, or text me. Let me give you – I'm just going to give my cell phone. I have an office number, but right now I'm, like, all over. Um, so my cell phone is 314-651-8513. And um, eight, I'll send you five, the – eight, Yeah, 8513. And basically what's going to happen is after you have registered and paid for the class, um, then I will send you the Zoom link when we get closer to the class, and I'll send you all the forms. You're, I'm so glad okay. you're going to take the class. You'll enjoy it. Okay. All right. Thank um, you. Okay, so I'm going to go to – you're very welcome. All right. So we have another question from 917-538. You are live on the air. Hi. Um, I would like Hi. to improve my love life. You what? I would like to um, improve my love life. Okay. Um, so if you were on the call earlier, I said that um, we have uh, we have two relationship corners. We have the actual relationship corner, and then we um, have the bedroom. So let's just talk about the bedroom as a relationship corner. So you want to make sure you have two nightstands, okay, because, and I see it all the time, if there's only one nightstand, the person who has that nightstand has the power in a relationship. So if you're wanting to invite inequality in a really stellar, respectful relationship, you'd have two nightstands, you'd have two, night, two reading lights if you read in bed. Otherwise, and, and the nightstands don't have to match. But they, they have to be the same height and the same surface area. Otherwise, whoever has the higher nightstand has more power. Um, whoever okay. has the bigger surface has more power. So that's the first thing. The next thing is clear out a couple of drawers in your dresser, envisioning someone maybe staying for a weekend to, you know, as you get to know each other. And he has a place, uh, he or she has a place to put their stuff. And then in your closet, if it's stuffed to the gills and there's no room for anything, mm-mm. Your closet should be light and airy and envisioning someone else um, having room in there. The other thing is, is just, you know, you heard, re-listen re to this and you'll, if you weren't on the whole call and you'll hear some of the other things that I said about removing pictures, um, et cetera. Um, but then put, put a, a pink heart or put something that is, um, or uh, like, um, oh, Cardinals mate for light. So put something that, when you look at it, you say, my love person is coming. I know they're coming. Okay? All right. And if you oh. listen to the earlier, there's a whole, whole, whole lot of, uh, about the, the bedroom and relationship. Oh. Um, but you want to think of pairs. And, you know, if you have a deck, you want to put two chairs. You want to put a table in between. You want to envision having a conversation with your beloved out on that deck. At, um, yeah. Okay. All right. So um, let me see. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I'm trying to get back to my switchboard. Okay. I moved out of there to look at something. Okay. Here we go. All right. So we have another um, person. We only have about a minute, so we're going to go really fast here. Three, four, seven, eight, two, five. You are live on the air. Hi. Um, I am in the process of moving, so my room is actually full of clutter right now, but I'm moving to a new place and I want relationships, I want employment. Maybe can you give me, because I'm not, I'm taking some clothes, but I don't want to take 
like old, you know, like, because I think I need a new look, you know, it's like a new beginning. Um, sure. So maybe, yeah, so, I mean, my, my room currently is in chaos, but I'm just, maybe you could give me some um, tips for moving in, you know, or feng shui in a place or just remember, staging the place. Yeah, just, yeah, less is more. Just remember, less is more. Because when you, okay, and if you have an overabundance of things, if you just have a tendency to buy too much, for every new thing that you bring in, you have to let two go. So if you're going to yeah. buy a new blouse, you mm-hmm. automatically go to your closet and you take two things out and you just monitor yourself this way. I do three sometimes. If I, and right now I've dropped weight, so I have like three sizes. I have released, mm-hmm. I think, seven, seven uh, big bags of clothes because I, I, I'm lighter now, and I don't want to carry that stuff around. So when you're moving, it's the perfect mm-hmm. time to let stuff go. And there's a thing called Free Cycle in almost all cities, freecycle.com. And Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace, oh, my gosh, you put free stuff on there, or you can sell it on there. But the Free Cycle is they come and just get your stuff for free. Okay. Oh. So we're going to – yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, so – you're very welcome. I do remote feng shui consultations. I've, I have for many years, um, and I've trained my students to do that. Um, so if you want a feng shui consultation, you've got my cell phone, 314-651-8513. The general mailbox is info at spiritseeker.com. I've got those two classes coming up in October. Um, I just love what I do, and I love that there were so many people on the call today. And remember, it's a podcast. You can download this. Anytime you want, you just go to uh, Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com, and then uh, forward slash my name, Cindy Meyer, spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. So I, I hope this was helpful. If you want the Bagua, you got to email me, info at spiritseeker.com, and I will get that to you. I will promise that to you within 48 hours. And um, just have fun, but love it, use it or lose it, and really enjoy your life. And um there's just so much good when you start living in this way and you'll learn and then you'll want to learn more. That's just how it works. And clear your clutter by Karen Kingston is one of the best books. Uh, if you have clutter, clear your clutter, that's the name of it. And you can get it, you know, off Amazon and have it delivered. Okay. Thank you all for being on the call today. And, um, I will be, uh, back on the air again next week. Let's see who my guest is. I, um, there's five Fridays in this month. Oh, actually, I'm off uh, the 16th. I am off. I'll be back on the 23rd with Vincent Jenna. He's a world-renowned triple power psychic, uh, and he is going to discuss tuning into your own psychic abilities and um, find someone from the other side is trying to communicate with you. So it should be a fascinating um Fascinating interview, and then on the 30th, I have Serge Kahili King, uh, PhD, who is an urban shaman. So it's going to be a fun month, and I'm off the air next week because I'm having some time off. I'm taking a few days off. So I, but just enjoy the archives, and um, I'll talk to you in two weeks. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.